Welcome back. Another episode of You've Been Watching, the behind-the-scenes podcast with the behind-the-scenes people because the behind-the-scenes people have the best opinions you never hear. And they're the smartest people. That's that's the rumor. <laughs> I'm willing to verify it. And if you are, there's no scientific way to prove it, but you're going to have to take our word for it. Yeah. Uh, Brian Morton, last week we did The Gray Man, and a, a big movie we really both enjoyed. Uh, I think it'll make the list uh, for our show today, oh, which yeah. is action movies how they've evolved, how they've changed throughout the years, where we see it going in the future, and what are the ones that are just, you know, supremely better than the rest. Now, I think the only way to do this is to do it the fair way. We need to set out the ground rule of what is an action movie, because as we were getting ready to do this, we're both scrolling through lists, naming movies, and I think we both have come to at least the fair agreement that the action has to drive the movie, hence an mm -hmm. action movie, but I think for both of us, it has to be something where we get that head-to-head -head end conflict between two people. Now, we're willing to bend it here and there, like we said, like Predator and stuff like that, but like you mentioned Alien. Alien to me isn't an action movie because no. the, the person you're, or the entity you're taking on has a far further advantage that it's not going to be Sigourney Weaver punching the alien. Right. That's it's, not going to happen. Alien to me is a haunted house movie because for most of the movie, you don't see the no. monster. Same and as it's Jaws. Just, yeah. Yeah, Jaws is a horror, so it's a horror movie. It's not an action movie to me. There's action sequences in both, but it's a horror movie, not an action movie. But then uh, you and I, like, I brought this one up, and you you almost were willing to reason it into action, and I'm not. It's like Jurassic Park. You know, like Jeff Goldblum's not going to go punch a raptor. That's not going to happen. Now, if you see the latest one, apparently Chris Pratt can choke an, a dinosaur. But we, <laughs> Well, there's Dave a long Rieger, neck. There's a lot to choke. Dave Rieger and I got up. into that on its own. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like Jeff Goldblum's not going to run up and punch a raptor in the face. Like, So that's not an action movie to me. It fits in the Jaws. But you alien. can make the argument that they're running through most of the movie from the monster and there are action sequences. But you're right. There's no, there's no build to the big conflict that I think an action an action movie there has to be a build to a conflict where good and evil meet together and one mm -hmm. triumphs whether it's good or evil and that's you know? the same reason I said to you that it's one of my favorite movies uh, the fact that we got these two on the same screen together is phenomenal and that is uh, The Fugitive Tommy Lee Jones Harrison Ford no. but that to me is also kind of like a suspense one because you don't ever like they don't really you don't see Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford get in a fight. Now there's a fight at the end, but that's because you know spoilers. If you haven't seen this movie, it's 40 years old and you should have saw it by now. Uh, <laughs> and the TV show's even older. Yeah, but uh, the like, one-armed you know, man. Harrison yeah. Ford proves that it wasn't him. Right. I didn't kill my wife. It's that's more like a mystery with action sequences in it. Mm -hmm. You know, but it, to me, it's a mystery movie. Who's who did this and solving who killed his wife. Yeah, which, by the way, one of the greatest improv lines of all time. Harrison Ford says, I didn't kill my wife. Tommy Lee Jones says, I don't care. Yeah. Wasn't actually in the script. <laughs> oh. Threw Harrison Ford off. That's why he reacted the way he did. That's why he jumped out of that pipe. Yeah, Wasn't supposed to out jump of out of the pipe. Of the pipe. <laughs> he doesn't care. He broke character. Uh, so I think we're going to agree that the, the 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 ground rules are there has to be some kind of end action sequence. Like you got in the gray man. Uh, we're willing to be a little flexible. Like we said, Predator technically has a large advantage. But, but there is a final working. conflict between the good guy and the bad guy where exactly. the bad guy, you know, sets up. So, yeah, action movie, even though it's sci-fi leaning. Same with Terminator. Mm -hmm. Sci-fi movie, but action because the good guy and the bad guy we build it. to the conflict you want. Now, here's where I have to go into your realm and kind of like push back a little bit. Star Wars and Star Trek. Captain Kirk and Spock get in a fight. You look back at the second Star Trek movie that came out with... Benedict Cumberbatch, there's a fight at the end. He fights, physically fights Khan. Spock and him have an altercation. The first one, uh, Eric Ban, I forget what the what they were, but Eric Romulans. Ban, Romulans, 
fights, you know, Eric Bana and uh, Chris Pine. They have an altercation at the end. Okay. Now, again, those movies end with blasters and ships firing. Now, here's the argument to be made. The Star Wars is a different thing to me. Okay. In Star Trek, if you look at the new stuff versus the old stuff, that's where you get the conflict within the Star Trek community, which I am fully a part of. If you watch The Wrath of Khan, yes, it builds to a battle. Yes, it has action sequences. There's no, the fight is all cerebral. It's all until they become the battle. The new Star Trek with Chris Pine, while I like those movies a lot, those are action movies. You're right. They just, they're building to the final battle. Star Trek's not about that. If you watch any of the other Star Trek movies, there is conflict, but it's not always about fighting at the end of it. Sometimes it's solving the problem. Uh, it's Star Trek, I believe it's five, it may be six. The solution to the problem is let's stop the bad guys peacefully. We'll stop peaceful this. And, and the, yeah. yeah. Well, so, they are a peacekeeping. Yeah, are, they yeah, are. Okay. But but the new ones with Chris Pine and, and Zachary Quinto, those are action movies. Yes, there's they build to Spock and Khan fighting on the top of the thing, which I like the movie. I find a little ridiculous, you know. You know, Spock is the unemotional Vulcan who screams <laughs> yeah. and cries. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, so one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> exactly. But, but I, then I can make the argument so, yeah. with Star Wars that the action is what Star yeah, Wars is. It's legit. a war. It's a war. Yeah. <laughs> as I say, it's literally a war for six movies. So how now. could that not be action? Yeah. Exactly. Now I get that. Yes, the the story isn't driven by you know fight, but at the end of every one of those movies. But it kind of is. But it kind of. But I'm saying at the end of at least Emperor and uh, Return of the Jedi. They are ended with two people fighting Absolutely. for a, a resolution yep, you and, can argue and then that. on a bigger scale. With that. So yeah. I would have to say Star Wars fits in the in the, yeah, in the action. Absolutely. Star Trek, I, I, I can, we'll say The this, new ones do, the old ones on, maybe yeah, not. Yeah. Depending on the time. Now, that gets to the time. Uh, I was thinking about this driving in that over, at least in my life, I, I was born in 88. So for the 80s, 90s. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've seen a lot of the 80s action movies. No, I know. You know, the 90s and then, you know, into 2000s and, and so forth. Every 10 years, we'll say every 10 years, action movies seem to re-evolve and re-change into different things. Like, in the 80s and early 90s, it was the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone kind of uh, big bulky guys who the end is just two strong people who are going to fight till one of them. Yeah, and there's always a story to build that it doesn't start big it starts very small yeah commando commando yeah yeah starts Someone small kid. Yeah. and then builds to that big conflict at the yeah. end yeah those are great movies commando is the original john wick someone took something that mattered to him and he had to yeah. kill everybody but it's his daughter which should matter to you instead of you killed my dog i must kill a hundred of you to compensate for it so but then <laughs> you know then you know in the 90s we had like the buddy cop like lethal weapon die hard those kind of movies mm -hmm. the, the, the the action for action's sake these movies, the plot was all right, but the whole point of it was let's just see yeah. what little story we can give you to drive a lot of shooting. Yes, and, and explosions yeah. and punching. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Towards the end of the 90s into the early 2000s, it became more like the, almost like the psychological thing. It was, you had uh, Mission Impossible. I said, I'll, I'll put the James Bonds, like Casino Royale and that in there, but those are really part of a long running thing that evolved with the time. Right. You have the born identity. The person who... They were physically capable of doing it, but they were going to outsmart you yes. before it was going to be a fight. Yeah. And yeah, it becomes more, it's a little more cerebral. If you watch some of the stuff from the 70s, the older stuff, it, it moves way slower and it is a little more cerebral. And it's it's almost 
not anti-hero, but it's a little ambiguous sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, is Dirty Harry a good guy? Yes. Or a bad guy? Because he kills a lot of people. Yeah. But he's a cop. Even though at the end he throws his badge away because the law doesn't work. A de- uh, Death Wish. The hero in Death Wish is a bad guy. Car- Charles Bronson just starts killing people because some... And the irony of Death Wish is they kill his family... The people he hunts down and kills have nothing to do with the people he kills his family. They're just lawbreakers that he shoots. So it has evolved from this slow sort of anti-hero action thing into the hero has to be a good guy into the hero has to be a smart good guy until now it's almost like an MMA fight. Everybody's kicking everybody. Well, that's what I was going to say. And then like probably like 2010, 2012 on, you get... John Wick, The Gray Man, like those kind of movies where the 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 main character, the hero of the story, if you will, is going to take a lot of punishment, but it's all very close quarters. Guns aren't really a thing anymore. You know, people have guns, but a lot of the action is driven by the person finding a creative way to get the gun away from A lot of kicking, you. a lot of chokeholds. A lot of, yeah, you're flipping people. <laughs> yeah. and all that. Yes. And don't be wrong. In, in some ways, like The Gray Man, and I, I'm a fan of John Wick, you you like the action, but the story yeah, doesn't Yeah, it's a popcorn movie. Yeah. Um, so and I I enjoy that and it's it's kind of what's become the new thing and uh but I, I do agree with that. A lot of like the early action movies, like the 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 hero as it is, toes the line between being good and bad. I mean yeah. right? even a movie I mentioned to the Gray Man last week, Tombstone, I mean, yes, Wyatt Earp is a hero and all that, and it's based on truth, but one of the heroes in that movie is a guy who is legitimately an outlaw killer. Right. Doc Holliday kills people, but he's also best friends with a sheriff, so it it, but at the same time, you're watching it going, well, I like him. And then you remember, oh, no, he's a technically he's a bad person. He right. just does a good thing to redeem it. So, or, or you go back, I don't know if you've seen it from the 70s, the Warriors. I've seen the Warriors, yes. It's a street gang. Yeah. They're a street gang who run roughshod. They're the good guys running from the other street gangs who just happen to be worse than them. Mm-hmm. And if you've built now to the good guy, although they changed that in the gray man, the good guy is almost always the good guy. Even if he does bad things, he does them for the right reason. Where in the past, the bad guy, he still could be a bad guy doing the good things for the right reason. He's just, he's still a bad guy, yeah. you know. Well, I, and I think with the gray man, not to go back too much to it, but the gray man, very early on, they established he'll do what's necessary, but he has rules. Like, he's not going to yeah. kill a kid. He, you know, he, he's going to do the right way. And, yeah, like, that's the thing is if you look at it, like, Chris Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling in that movie, there, there's one difference to them, and it's a very severe difference, is that he's a crazy person. But they are both the same person. He just chose to continue. Yeah, there's certain things he won't right do rules. where yeah. Chris Pine has no lines. He never but, has a line, yes. But you could go as far as to say, well, what about Bruce Lee movies from the 70s? Okay. They're action movies. They are. They're sort of like um, the John Wicks. They're using a lot of kung fu and kicking. Mm-hmm. So the MMA style, would you say... Yeah, I, you know. those are action movies because, at least for me, if I'm going back to watch a Bruce Lee movie and stuff like that, I'm not really going for the story. I'm going to watch Bruce Lee do yeah. his kung fu. So that's another thing for me is an action movie. If I'm going there with the premise of seeing action, the story, I, I already know the story might not have to hold up as long as the action holds up. That's yeah. my reason for being there. Now, there are other movies where, yes, I'm going to see the story and I know the action's going to hold its merit. Yeah, that's and to me there's like a, there's a difference. Movies. Like Top Gun movies, they are not Top Gun. Uh, I keep thinking Tom Cruise wanted to say that Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible movies. 
the story, I'm more interested now because they've turned away into this movie's going to have nine twists and turns you're not going to see coming. Yeah, the first one was really good. It was very good. Where it was almost a mystery of who did this and how can he solve this puzzle yeah. where it has become... What can Tom Cruise do now? Can he cling to the outside of a plane while we fly it? Let's just drop him without a parachute, and he's going to do it live. It's like now it's it, those movies all be, almost became stunts for stunts' sake. Yeah, for Tom Cruise to prove his. They're manliness. like the Fast and the Furious movies. How how far yeah. can we take this before you literally go? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Now we're now we're past it. Yeah, you're driving a car fast. What else yeah. can you do with this car? Well, like launching a car <laughs> into space and saying that gravity is holding it. Is it orbits the Earth? That's where you've just gone too far. Okay, from now here's one that I think is an action movie. Duel. You ever seen Duel? From the 70s, Duel. Steven Spielberg's first movie. Duel? I don't know if I've seen it. It is Dennis, Dennis McLean, Dennis Quaid, not Dennis Quaid, Dennis Weaver, who is largely unknown these days. And he runs across a truck driver. You don't know what he does. He does something to make the truck driver mad. The truck is the bad guy in the movie. The truck oh. chases him. The truck tries to kill him. You never see who's driving the truck. Hmm. Now, that's an action movie, but it's in the two of them, and it's the duel is those two guys on the highway driving. And it's it's an amazing 70s movie. It probably moves slow by today's standards because it's a 70s movie, but being Spielberg's first movie... It's like watching, um, uh, I, I don't think it's Grand Theft Auto, but it might be. There's a the first Ron Howard movie. There's a there's a f couple of first Ron Howard movies okay. where why, do I, why am I thinking American Graffiti? That's not it. But, he uh, starred in that. He didn't make it. There is, I'm looking it up very quickly here. Yeah, we're, we're both running the we're Google both Googling as fast it. as we can here, people. <laughs> not American Graffiti, no, not Willow. First, first thing it shows up, Willow. Willow is Willow an action movie? That's a that's a question. Uh, if you consider Lord of the Rings action movies, then I would think yeah, Grand probably. Theft Auto. Yep, 1977, Grand Theft Auto. But those are those are action movies, even though they don't build to that that tension. Duel doesn't build to that t a conflict, except because the you never see who's driving the truck. And see, that, that's when you lose me then. I, if you want to call it an action movie, there has to be that end conflict. And I don't think driving a 77 Chevy into a truck counts as a fight scene. <laughs> so, no. I, 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 but I, I get what you're yeah. saying and, and I understand it. But yeah, that, that to me is more of a suspense kind of thriller movie than it would be an action movie. But again, this is, yeah. a, like, this is a very fluid thing because you're almost having to kind of like, it's not a perfect circle. You've got to put a dent over here and a dent yeah. over here Pick and choose. to fit. Yeah, because yeah. some sci-fi movies fit with action movies, but Absolutely. some don't, and it's or James Bond. I would consider that they're action movies, but they're sort of also their own sort of entity. They're their own, and and that's why I'm saying is because like unlike uh, unlike all what we've seen in action throughout the years, James Bond never evolved past that. It was always a, a more sleek, debonair person. It wasn't. It, it didn't go from Sean Connery to Sylvester Stallone to yeah, uh, you know Tom Cruise. To, yeah. It, it, to Keanu Reeves, it was it's the same person, kind of type of person throughout all of them. They all it did was adapt to like, you know, the Cold War to right. the, you to know, the, the Middle East. They it, adjusted it, with it, the time. It built with that. Where well, you're so, right, an action movie is more like Commando. Yeah, good guy has a problem. John Wick, good guy has a problem, solves it by having to go through the bad guys to get to. It's almost like a video game. You're going through the smaller bad guys to get to, to the, the big, big bad. bad guy. Like the Gray Man, 
going through the small guys to get to the big bad. Yep. And that maybe is maybe that's your perfect definition of an action movie. I think it's I think it's a it's the most base definition you can have, and then you build off of that. So that being said, now like, like I said, we're you know Brian's got a couple years on me to have a little more cinema. <laughs> well, you notice he's pulling movies from the seventies. I can't do that for you on a regular basis. You can still watch those movies. I can They're still, still out watch there. Them. Yeah. I'm not saying I can't watch them, and I, I have I'm sure I've seen. You know, you know, quite a few over the years. You just happened to pull a couple that got past. I'm imagining me. imagining toddler Eric watching Death Wish. And his I, parents screaming. What are you very, watching? It's very possible. <laughs> it's very. I, I I saw I saw um, uh, Lethal Weapon far earlier than any child should see Lethal Weapon because my dad or my mom thought that it had been taped over with something and it hadn't. It was it was Lethal Weapon. So I've seen Lethal Weapon, um, but. This is where I think we're going to differ. If, if I had to tell you, you know, what, what's the genre that if you're going to go back and pick like a genre of action, that, that one's going to be your wheelhouse forever. You're going to be, you're, you can watch those kind of movies and it's, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, I kind of wish I could watch this or I could wish that. I, I, I'm good with these. You mean like action genre? Or... Yeah, like so, like we we said like the '80s muscle, you know, the '90s more oh. the more the psychological, or like the today where it's a lot more of that close combat. Well, like, like you're gonna get the fight at the end, but it's not gonna be like a long drawn out. I punch you, see, you fall down. And, okay, so I'm with you. What I I like the '70s stuff okay. a lot. I think if there's one, if you got to pick, this is the one you're gonna watch. This is your action movie. I, you got to go with the '80s. You got to go with uh, First Blood. Commando, Predator, yeah. any of the any of the Stallone, like Rambos, Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah. stuff, those are because they tell you a story, and the story is built around the action, which is okay. they don't. It's hard for them to do nowadays. I don't know why the Gray Man managed to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Born, and I haven't seen the Born Identity in a while. That does it. You have to build the story around the action, where a lot of movies, and I'm, I like. I like Die Hard, and you know our good friend Stutz loves Die Hard. To me, Die Hard is built for the action. There's no, you know, there's no reason for it. It's it's, it's you a, sort of know from the start. Oh yeah, here we go. What are you the know? odds a Lone Star uh, police officer yeah. is going to be in the Nakatomi Tower when they decide to take it over, and exactly. he's going to get through everybody? Yeah. But but you want that, you enjoy that. So I agree. I, with I do you. like those movies, yeah. and I have no problem with those movies, but. And a good action movie to me is, here's this man who is a warrior, Commando. Yeah. That's the one we keep coming back to. It's an amazing action movie because he's living in peace in a tropical island, raising his daughter. Then the bad guys come and do something to him completely unexpectedly, and it goes from there. It's like, that to me is a perfect action movie. You don't see it coming, although, you know, it's Schwarzenegger, so you know something's coming Mm -hmm. when you go into the theater. Where, you're right, what are the odds? Hey, I'm going to go visit my wife on this day. The terrorists are taking over her building. It's like, well, you can almost make that same argument with Lethal Weapon, which I love. It's like, come on, he's a psycho cop. They're not going to hand him a gun and put him out with the guy retiring. They're going to go, yeah, you're on suspension for a while because you're crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And and it's It's a good movie. They're great movies. They're they're popcorn Sunday movies. You're going to sit down and you know what you're getting out of it. I'm going to go a decade forward. I'm going to go with the more like. Mission Impossible, Born Identity, uh, the like more like the the suspenseful psychological one where you know there's going to be a twist at the end. Someone's going to be a bad guy you didn't expect to be a bad guy, and there, there's going to be the action. You're going to get that fight scene, but it's going to be because the the hero, you know, Matt Damon, uh, Tom Cruise, they they pulled the they pulled something at the last second to trick him, like in the original uh, Mission Impossible when 
you realize that it's not it's not John Voight sitting in the back of the train. It's Tom Cruise. Yeah. He figured out how to trick everyone. And then you get a fight scene. Even that one, I would say, you don't really get the payoff fight scene. No. Because it's a train in a tunnel and, do, you know, dodging, you know, stuff. It's not because John Voight and Tom Cruise fighting each other doesn't make sense. It would never <laughs> happen. Uh, we get those in later ones. But I, I would go more for those, partly because I'm a child of that time and those were the movies yeah. I grew up watching and enjoying. But also, I, I, I'm I'm more into those. I like that last second twist that you didn't see coming kind of like what we did get at the end of the gray man you didn't see how the gray man ended ending the way it did you kind of thought you were going to get that final fight where one of them's not going to walk away because that's, of the other that's person. different to me okay. the, the mission impossibles became and I, I haven't seen all of them so i'll full disclosure when they do the final twist it's like seeing an m night Shyamalan movie the first time you go whoa i didn't see that coming the fifth time you go, where's the twist? Here's the twist. Okay. And you're trying to predict where the twist is coming from, and it takes the fangs out of it to me. Okay. I don't mind knowing who the bad guy is. <clears throat> That's why I like the gray man. I knew who the bad guy was almost from the start of the movie, yep. and it didn't matter because he was just going to be worse and worse and worse as it went. There didn't have to be a twist, even though at the end there was a, I wouldn't call it a twist as much as it was we defang the villain only to discover there was bigger villains was behind bigger him. Man. You know, they set the up the sequel in a different way. Yeah, yeah, but a twist to me is like the first time you, you get it, you go, "Wow, oh my God, that's amazing!" Like I said, the fifth time, it's like you're watching for it, and it becomes less fun. Okay, to me, I, and I think the other reason I would say that it, it, I, I like it so much is because growing up, it was those same, like we said, it was Schwarzenegger, Stallone, uh, Bruce Willis, Jean Claude Van. It was those guys. You knew who the action stars were. If there was an action movie coming out, there was a good chance it was one of them. Yeah, and you knew and, they were going to be beaten up, but they were going to win at the end. And there and was the a bad guy was going to, to absolutely. Yeah, there was a prototype a to it. So I think the the Tom Cruise. Now, Norris, I'm picking short people because I'm short. But <laughs> the, the Tom Cruise, uh, you know, Ben uh, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. They were a different type. It was a skinnier kind of guy who wasn't going to. More cerebral. Gonna, yeah, more cerebral. Wasn't going to overpower people. Like, yeah. I, I will say this, and you know, people might not agree, but I will say this: the one of the f- best action scenes I've ever seen is very start of the Born Identity when Matt Damon is uh, sitting on the bench and the cops try to come and detain him, and he takes out like five guys, and he does it in the fastest, you know, you know, but it all works and makes sense. And it was because it was so cool to me because I had never seen that before. I had yeah. never seen a guy with a backpack use that backpack to pull people in and hit them and knock people out and do it in such a fast or the in the in the apartment he has a fight scene where he uses a pen as a knife. Right. I had never seen that kind of stuff because Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't going to do that. You know, no, he had a giant gun. Yeah, he had a giant gun. <laughs> uh, you know, the, those guys, at all times, those yeah. guys weren't going to do that kind of stuff. The closest thing we got to that was in the first Lethal Weapon when they decided to say that Mel Gibson knew like karate yeah. for, for a one for one movie, and then that went away. So, I think that's the other reason is because it was something we hadn't seen before, and it kind of set up the next. It's 30 more, years. and it's more realistic because exactly. everybody's not built like Schwarzenegger or Stallone. Yeah. they're built like Matt Damon. Or Bruce Willis, even. And not everybody can walk down the street with an AK-47 on their hip. And people go, that's acceptable. We're okay with what's happening here. Uh, it's just not what we do these days. Yeah, so wearing uh, camouflage everywhere they go, tank tops. and Exactly. Uh, all right, so we're going to wrap this one up. But before we do, I, we both had these lists in front of us, and we've named movie beyond movie beyond movie. Yeah. Uh, I asked you to pick a genre. If you can't do it, you can't do it, and I, I, I completely understand why. Can you pick a movie? Can you pick that one movie that if someone said, I really want to see an action movie, a good action movie, is there that one that you would say, watch this one? 
All right, there's two. Okay. There's two. Lethal Weapon, just yes. because I love, love the, the idea of Lethal Weapon. The And if you dig into the backstory of Lethal Weapon, it's a little deeper. You know, his the reason why he's, you know, the dealing with the is, psychosis yep. and stuff. And I like um, First Blood. Not, not the second one. The first one where... He's the Stallone is the misunderstood Vietnam veteran who they've sort of turned on. I I think that's a wonderful action movie because the people that are the quote bad guys, they're not that bad. Some of them are, but the main bad guy is Brian Dennehy. He's not really a bad guy. He just wants this problem solved and he wants this guy to go away. They have preconceived notions about a person. Yeah. And I think that's a great movie just because of the preconceived notions. It's like because he was this guy in Vietnam, now he's this baby killer and, you know. Now, it's been, I've seen this movie many times, but it's been a while since I've seen it. And I saw something on social media the other day. And I, if it's true, I would petition that this isn't an action movie because only one person dies in, uh, in that movie from what I've been from what I read, there's only one person that actually dies in that movie. Can it be an action movie if only one, like, if the if the only one bad guy gets taken out? Depends on who and how, okay. I guess. Okay, <laughs> I guess one of the one of the lieutenants who I think it was what the guy that kind of roughed him up when he was in the jail is the only one that actually dies in that entire movie. Which I was looking back, I'm like, how can it be called First Blood and there's only one? Oh, blood? you know, you're right. Well, a lot of people get shot. A lot of people get shot. A lot of people get shot, and and I remember the 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 log with all the spikes taking out the guy's legs. I yeah. Was like, Ooh, that's graphic. But so. see, that to me is what makes it a really cool movie is he's a good guy. Good guys don't kill people necessarily unless they need it. Those guys are just doing their job. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to kill them, but I want to stop them from coming after me. And I, that may be true. It, that may be, I haven't I haven't watched it in a long time, but that may be true. It's like uh, and that would be almost like um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre where people say it's the bloodiest movie of all time and they use less than eight ounces of blood and there's only one scene where you see blood so and still to me if that's an action movie and only one person is killed and it's not even the big bad guy mm-hmm. that's a great action movie it's okay. a great movie it's a great movie I, i'm not gonna dis- uh, yeah. lethal weapon was was there for me i'm, I'm yeah. never gonna take that away that's one of the best i can watch that movie over and over again. oh yeah every you know, christmas it's, it's <laughs> i'll watch it during not during christmas <laughs> I'm, watching, too, I'm but... watching Christmas movies during Christmas. It uh, is a Christmas movie. That's a debate for another time. <laughs> I don't want to get this started. Um, but it, it, the only thing, the only thing that ruins those is that, and the other ones were great too. But by the fourth one, okay, you're too old for this. Retire then. Yeah, like you're, you're still getting older yes. and older, my friend. Uh, <laughs> uh, the other one I'm going to put up. There, there are a million we could pick. I'm going to actually pick one that we didn't mention. Mm-hmm. Now, there's other ones I could have, but uh, this one came to me when you brought up. Rambo, and it mm-hmm. popped right in my head. I've seen this movie a million times. I love this movie because you get that big action payoff. The story's good, and it it is kind of the old versus you know old versus new. It's a movie called The Hunted, with Tommy Lee Jones and Benicio del Toro. Tommy Lee Jones is a survivalist guy. He teaches the CIA people how to survive, how to blend, how to do things. No, I could look it up here. Uh, he teaches people like how to survive, how to blend, how to do things, uh, and live in these you know these areas off very little. And Benicio del Toro plays the the guy who is was the protege. He was the best of the best and better than the rest. But he he just kind of snaps and breaks, and he can't get out of the fact that he's not living in you know the middle of a war zone, and that he's he, he believes everybody that approaches him is someone that's there to take him out. And he starts, you know, he starts killing people. Tommy Lee Jones comes back to, you know, to try to catch him. And it's that face off between the two of them. Or 
is Tommy Lee Jones better than the person he created or is the creation, you know, the better. And the movie itself, it's, it's a very basic movie. It's a very simple movie. It takes place in the woods a lot, but that last fight scene pays off perfectly because it's what you want. It's building up. You see them go at each other once or twice, but these two going head to head, it, I, I have I, never seen that movie, but it sounds like you've sold me. I will look for it. I was thinking surviving the game with Ice-T and Rutger Hauer. Ah, no, that's not me. And, and uh, we completely overlook Rutger Hauer as one of the 80s great action people. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, how did I forget Rutger Hauer? I love Rutger Hauer. Okay. Blade Runner, yep. the surviving the game. Uh, uh, there's a movie called uh, Wanted Dead or Alive. Wanted Dead or Alive, okay. It's like, and uh, The Hitcher. That Not an action know. movie, but Rutger Hauer, yeah. if you watch The Hitcher, Rutger Hauer may be one of the best movie villains. I would put him right in there with Chris Evans as a bad movie villain. He's a, an amazing psychotic. Okay. But yeah, the, the Hunted, I think you'd really enjoy it. It's I will actually look a it up. very good movie. Uh, it, I love Benicio Del Toro. I, I love I, Tommy Lee Jones. But so. see, and he's the one, of the, he's the one where it, there is no bad guy in this movie. Benicio Del Toro is, by all accounts, the bad guy, but he's a bad guy. He, he, he's, a, he's a good guy who just... They made him the they bad made guy. Him, they made him have to become the bad guy because they didn't... They, they, they overused him and, you know, didn't treat him right, and it, it, it broke him. He's He basically is a, uh, a veteran with PTSD, but he kills people, and he won't stop doing it. So it's... Why <laughs> don't I, you start doing that? You just got to keep going. It's like peanuts or... It's like yeah. potato chips. You eat one, you got to eat 100. Yeah, you know, exactly. Come on. Uh, you got to okay. finish the bag. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, great movie. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, okay. I think what I'm going to take out of this, and I don't know if you do too, is that there is no definitive definition for an action movie. It's no. it's kind of dealer's choice. There's a good start template, but then you build it as you. you it's like it's like a build your own uh, yeah. menu. You, you you get you get the basics, and then you build off of that. Yeah, there's good action parts. There's good action sequences, and yeah, it's what you action is kind of what you think it is. Is uh, they listed Planet of the Apes the original as an action movie, not an action movie. Okay, but. There are action sequences. Like, there are some stuff like, no, no. Raiders of the Lost Ark, you can make it an action movie if you want to. You could see it that way because there's many action sequences. Jurassic Park, you said, nah, maybe. Mm. So it is kind of what you, I think the ultimate goal is what you said. It builds to the big conflict of the end with the good guy and the bad guy. I will argue that, I will argue that you just poked a hole in my argument. That I consider the Indiana Jones movies action movies. There is no, someone pointed it out the other day, literally Indiana Jones is irrelevant in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Everything would have happened without Indiana Jones in it. Yeah. So it's And not there's an no action. conflict between Indiana Jones and the bad guy. He's basically, really, he's tied to a tree yep. when the bad guys get what's coming to them. The only, honestly, the only <laughs> one where he has a real face off with the bad guy is the Crystal Skull one. He fights that general on the anthill thing. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, the, all those other movies shape out because of otherworldly things so it does poke a hole in it but yeah. there's action it drives the the story but yes you don't ever get yeah, you know, an action him... sequence in an action movie you could say two different things absolutely so i'm sure this is a conversation we will carry on for ways to go we, we we're big action. <laughs> once uh, the microphones are off we will yeah. continue arguing uh i will say this be ready we've got a special one coming up uh if you listen to the show while brian was on uh, on break getting fixed uh <laughs> i don't know if i like it put that way <laughs> let me refer to, let me let me rephrase that brian got his knee replaced <laughs> he got his knee replaced he got his knee fixed uh but while while you were away uh dave rieger 
very generously filled in. We reviewed Top Gun Maverick and the new Jurassic Park. And uh, during that, I asked Rieger a very particular question, which was, uh, we, we ranked the movies, and I said, well, what, what gets a 10 for you? And Rieger made the statement of saying The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger and Christian Bale is a 10. Oof. And, uh, and I know your opinions on this I won't go movie. there. Yeah. yeah, I'll wait. I know your opinions on this movie, so we're going to get Rieger on, and I, I you're, you're not going to hear a lot of me because I'm going to pose the question and then sit back and watch this unravel. Wait until uh, I verbally abuse Dave. I was going to say physical altercation, <laughs> but... Because you two are going to have to sit very close to each other in this <laughs> studio. Um, and we're, we're going to talk it through and see if we can maybe, because I, I agree with him, it's a great movie, but yeah. I can't even give it a 10. A we 10 will, is very hard to do. We will sit down and I will explain to Dave why he is wrong. Or that. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then, big spoiler, I know we're only in August, but uh, if you stick around until November, December, I will explain to Brian why... Die Hard and Lethal Weapon are not Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a good one, too. That one's going to be a real discussion. <laughs> so there's things to look forward to. So we got I a lot. tell Eric why he is wrong. Exactly. <laughs> we got a lot coming up. We, we know there's some other stuff we want to do. That's what this whole show is becoming. It's me telling you guys why you're all wrong. Apparently. We're going to have to change this from uh, from you've been watching to the lessons <laughs> to of why Brian. why you're wrong. Yeah, the lessons of Brian or something, like, which just sounds like a sad soap opera movie. Like, the lessons of Brian. After uh, he was fixed. At- <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's nothing else we can do with this. This is You've Been Watching. Brian Morton, I appreciate it. <laughs> he can't even get words out. <laughs> I've been fixed. He's been fixed. He's been fixed to not talk when he shouldn't. Uh, and I'm Eric Dorsch. We'll talk again soon. 